Amen. Just stand together with me for just a few minutes. I'm going I'm going to preach just a few minutes, Lord willing, and I want to tell you tomorrow night we're moving our prayer to Thursday night this week. I'm I'm going to be I got a preaching guy tomorrow night. I hope all y'all come to pray tomorrow night, but I want all y'all to come back Thursday night when I'm here because I want to pray with you. Amen. So be praying for me one way or another tomorrow night that God would use me to help that church. Amen. That he would anoint his word and bless the people. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost so mightily tonight in this house and all day long. I just felt I just felt like somebody's got victory, like they've been in a slump for a while and God's pulling people out of the flames and out of the mess. I just feel the power in this place. Hallelujah. I've come to strengthen the church tonight. Amen. If you'll help me, I just want to just want to continue preaching tonight about when time and purpose intersect. Amen. Amen. I want God to use everybody in this house. I want everybody in this house to be a soul winner. I want everybody in this house to be able to lay your hands on the sick and they be healed. I want everybody in this house to be full of faith where they can speak a word of faith. I want everybody in this house to be using the gifts of the Spirit. I want everybody to have power. Amen. I want you to understand what God wants you to do. Amen. But at the same time, I I want people to understand the timing of God. A word fitly spoken. The Bible talks about a word that's on time. Apples of gold and pitchers of silver. God put it in every person in this church. Oh, come on, church, to be led of the Spirit. Come on, to be led of the Spirit changes us from ineffective to effective. Oh, God. God, help us be sensitive. Help us to be sensitive, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You can be seated for a moment. And I want you to keep praying. 
And I need God to help me for a few moments. When God dealt with me yesterday. I began to mention it today for just a little bit. The timing and the purpose of God. Challenge my spirit. Amen. But I began to think about where Esther was in her life prior to God using her. Man, it was so it was so apparent to me, it was so clear. It was like a revelation that God showed me that there's a lot of people that God don't even show you his purpose until the timing is right. Man, I, I've talked to people and they and I and I've heard this question so many times. What is my purpose in the kingdom of God? And what what am I supposed to do? And, I, and I've had many answers for that. And I said, well, you, you just pray and, and you just wait on the Lord and just good stuff. And amen, God's got a purpose for everybody. Amen. But it becomes so alive to me yesterday that, amen, it takes so much faith. Amen. To be in a place where you feel like you have no purpose. To be in a spot in life where you feel like and the enemy's telling you you have no purpose. It takes so much faith to just to be able to rely upon God that God is not finished with me yet. Come on church, I'm going to help you if you if you open your ears You'll open up your understanding for just a few moments. Uh, Amen. How much faith it takes. Amen. For people that are in dry places in their life. and Walking through desert places. uh, Amen. To not get a bad spirit. Not get God mad at you. uh, Because you start pointing at him. And saying you haven't given me what you promised me. And. Amen, start talking foolishly out of your mouth. Uh, Amen, God, you must not love me. You've got your favorites. and I'm telling you, the flesh will get you in trouble if you start. You start expressing your flesh. Amen, you're going to end up in trouble. Uh, Amen, but the Lord began to deal with me that uh, Esther never even knew what her purpose in life was. Until Vashti the queen began to become rebellious and and was kicked out of the palace. And all of a sudden there's an opening for a queen. Amen. And and Esther was one of the many that were lined up and picked out to maybe be a prospective queen for the king. Amen. And no doubt the Lord began to deal with her at that point and give her a little idea of possibly of what her future could be, uh, amen. But still, she don't understand the full purpose of why God is wanting to put her in a place. Let me just interject, uh, amen, that God don't put people in position of power just to give them power. Amen, if you're hungry for power, uh, you're at the wrong church, uh, you're in the wrong business, uh, You're at the wrong environment. Uh, You're in the wrong kingdom. Uh, You cannot want that. Uh, 
somehow in your spirit, uh, you got to have the spirit of a minister. Uh, amen. A minister is not somebody lifted up and lofty, uh, but a minister is a servant unto people. Uh, hey, don't get your mind all mixed up thinking that God's going to call me and I'm going to tell people what to do. If God were to call you, he's calling you to be a servant unto people. You may have a title, but you're a servant. You may have authority, but you're a servant to what God is calling you to be. Man, if you cannot be a servant, please don't try to become power in the kingdom of God. If you don't have the heart of a servant, uh, don't try to elevate yourself in the kingdom of God. Uh, God's not looking for people like that. Uh, he's looking for the meek. I said he's looking for the meek, uh, not the one that wants to sit in the lofty position. Come on, church. Come on, if your desire is just to be seen, uh, and sit in the big chair. Uh, you're in here for the wrong reason. Uh, you'll never be used of God uh, if it's about you. Uh, you'll never become what God wants uh, if it's all about you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can watch people Man, you can watch their lives. And I can just about tell you who God's going to use and who he ain't going to use. Amen. The ones that humble themselves before God are the ones that he'll pull up and say, I got an assignment for you. But the one that always tries to appear powerful. Come on, church. Hey man, you know what I'm talking about. The Bible teaches us principles. He said, don't go sit yourself in an elevated position. I asked Brother Billy to sit here. You're good. We're not talking about him. I told him to sit there and take care of me. The Bible tells us don't sit in an elevated position if you're not asked to do so. I'm telling you, there's a spirit gets on people. And they want to appear more than they are. That's not the spirit of God. That's the spirit of the enemy. The spirit of Esther says, God, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it with all my heart. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. You help our mind right now. She gets a little idea of what God's doing. And she becomes one of the prospects to become the queen. And maybe she thinks uh, 
Maybe my purpose is going to be, I'm going to be the queen so God will help me. I've gone from, maybe the Lord wants to take me from being a captive. He just wants to bless me in the palace and give me good things to eat and nice clothes to wear. Please let me interject again. God, don't elevate you to give you nice clothes. God, don't put his blessings on you to give you a nice home. Give you nice cars so you'll be at ease in Zion. I'm telling you, God's got greater purpose. I said, God's got greater purpose. I said, God's got greater purpose. If God are to elevate you and bless you, I pray you would be more humble than you were before he called you. In the process of being chosen comes a process of purification. For 10 months, the ladies go through purification preparing themselves to maybe become the queen. I'm telling you, I've seen so many people with great purpose, great calling on their life. Amen. But when God began to try to purify them, come on church, I'm going to help somebody. Can I help you? Don't reject the purification. Don't think it's unimportant whether I search my heart out or not. I'm telling you, God may have great purpose for your life. But if you don't ever get a prayer life, that will get the bitterness out of your spirit. That'll get the hatred out of your spirit. That'll get the perversion out of your spirit. Come on, church, I'm gonna preach to you. God's calling people, but there is a purification that's gotta happen before He can use you. Come on, lift your hands, church. Come on, come on, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm still trying to purify myself every day. I'm waking up every day and I'm coming to this church and I'm crying out, God, if there's anything in me that ain't right, take it out. God, if there's anything in my spirit that's not right, take it out. What are you talking about? Don't, don't, don't you think you prayed enough in your life? No, I haven't prayed enough yet. God's got a greater purpose, I believe, for me and for you and for this church. And the greater the purpose, the greater the purification will have 
Hallelujah. God, I'm telling you, if you're waiting on God to use you, let me tell you what you do while you're waiting. Get a prayer life. Clean out your house. Clean out your mouth. Clean up your mind. Purify. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God. God, help us today. God, help us today. Strengthen this church right now. Let me tell you something about purpose. Real purpose. Let me tell you real purpose. You don't have to beat it down to make it happen. Real purpose will just unfold. God said, I sit before thee and open door. He said, the door that I open, no man can shut. You know what that means? Nobody can steal your blessing. Nobody can take your job. Nobody can get around you and do what God wants you to do. Come on, church. Man, but it takes prayer. It takes purification. Or you'll never reach your purpose. Seen people that were called of God that could have done miraculous things. I'm not talking about just preaching. I'm talking about people that could have been soul winners and people that could have been great worship leaders and people that could have been great Sunday school teachers and affected children. Let me tell you, children ministry is probably one of the most important ministries in the church. You hear me? I believe one of the things that got me on the right track was a lady named Minnie Bell Martin that sat across from the table and began to tell me about the goodness of Jesus. And when I acted up, she didn't beat me down. She said, honey, turn around. Look at me. And she'd tell me more about Jesus. And what I began to feel was the love of God in this lady that I didn't know It was just a white-haired lady that sat on that side of the church, uh, but I felt the love of God in Sunday school. Uh, Come up, Aboho Kadabahadaya. Itarabaho Shatayanabahaya. Itarabahasiyanabaho. I've watched people with great purpose in life. But they could never overcome them own selves. I said they couldn't overcome them own selves. 
You'll never fulfill the purpose God's got for you if you can't control your flesh. They couldn't keep their mouth where it ought to be. They couldn't keep their eyes where it ought to be. They couldn't keep their hands where it ought to be. They, hey, it's time for the purification of the church to happen. When the purification happens, we're going to see the harvest. Man. We're born with pride in our spirit. We're born know-it-alls. We're born smart alecks, some of us. Born with a bad spirit. Born jealous. Born covetous. We wanted other kids' toys. We took their football away at recess. It's just who we are. Amen, but that ain't who you're going to have to stay. At some point, you can't be a child anymore. I said you can't be a child and do God's work. You can't be a child and be a soul winner. You got to get your spirit right. You got to become a spiritual adult. You got to learn how to say, I love everybody and everybody loves me. And don't tell me anything different. I ain't going to believe you. I'm just going to keep my eyes on the prize. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, she's chosen. The Bible said she required less than any other others. She was beautiful. And was low maintenance. Praise God. Nothing like a little marriage counseling real fast. Or pre-marriage counseling. Amen. Praise God. Boy, it got good all of a sudden. She was beautiful and low maintenance. Maybe they didn't have mirrors and she didn't know she was beautiful. Well, praise God. Boy, I'm going to quench something right there. Thank you, Jesus. She was low maintenance and she was beautiful. The people that were working with her just fell in love with her. The king fell in love with her. Said, I want her to be the queen. Amen. She goes from the wrong side of the tracks. No money. No parents. No husband. To being the queen of all, you could say, the industrial world. Babylon was over the whole world. It was the ruling place of all the world and she becomes the queen. She begins to maybe think, maybe this is why God called me. He just felt sorry for me and wanted to bless me. I'm telling you, if you ever get a revelation that the devil hates God's people. I said he hates God's people people I said he hates God's people I preached he'll never the devil will never run out of prophets when Elijah killed 450 of them two weeks later Jezebel's got 400 more of them now when they're in Babylon they got another man named Haman 
who just hates the people of God. Let me tell you, if you just hate somebody because of who they are, you need to get the devil out of your spirit. If you hate somebody because of what they look like or what color their skin is or what language they speak, you need to get the devil out of your spirit. Come on, church. Come on, church. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Haman gets in the ear of the king and begins to tell him, King, there's a people that don't worship you. They don't follow your laws. They got their own laws. They're unique, strange people. Praise God for strange people. Hallelujah, looking for more strangers to come home. Amen, Haman said, there's, there's some strange people that don't worship you. They don't listen to you. We ought to just get rid of them. Amen, when, when one carnal mind's talking to another carnal mind, it's going to end up in trouble. And the king says, that sounds like a good deal to me. Let's get rid of all the, the people that ain't doing what we are doing. Amen, it ain't very long till he signs something that says all the Jews are going to be killed. Amen, and Esther, her, her uncle Mordecai gets word of this. Let me tell you about Mordecai. He's an old-fashioned preacher is what he is. Amen. He's an old-fashioned preacher that knows the Spirit when he sees it. Can discern an evil spirit when he sees it. And he... Oh, then it all begins to make sense. Amen. Esther, this is, this is why God elevated you. Esther, I'm starting to see the purpose. It's not to eat cheesecake every day. God put you in a position because you're going to save a lot of people. Sends her a message. Esther, let me tell you something. You're a Jew just like I'm a Jew. And don't you think that just living up in that big fancy house is going to save you. When they start killing the Jews, they're going to get you too. Let me tell you something, church. Don't rejoice when your enemies... Did I say enemy? Your brother that you don't like. Boy, it's getting quiet all of a sudden. Don't rejoice when they fall in a ditch. Don't rejoice when they have marriage trouble. Don't rejoice when they have financial trouble. Don't rejoice when they're in depression. Because the same devil that's after them, honey, he hates you too. He wants to come to your house, he wants to scare you to death. He wants to torment you. Boy, I feel like preaching right now. It's time the whole church join arms. Lock arms in unity. Say, we're going to make it together. We're going to go all the way.
Hallelujah. Esther, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to go before the king and you're going to have to get this changed. <laughs> well, you know it's not lawful to do that. This is what I want you to do for me. I want you to fast and I want you to pray. And I'm going to fast and I'm going to pray. And I'm going to go in. And I'm going to do everything I can do to get this turned around. And if I perish, I perish. Oh, yes, Jesus. God, let the spirit of Esther come up on this church. Let the spirit of Esther come up on these young ladies. Esther never preached a message. She never sang a special. You know what her ministry was? To petition the king to turn something around. Oh, God. Oh, God. People's desire. Oh, if I could just sing this song, buddy, I'm telling you, the church would explode. Oh, this message that God gave me, if they would just let me preach, I'd turn that place upside down. Maybe that's not your purpose. Let me tell you, let me tell you what I need as a pastor. Let me tell you what the church needs. Let me tell you what the kingdom of God needs. Some people with some faith and some people with some know-how and some willingness when it ain't comfortable. I said when it ain't popular. When nobody's looking, when nobody's listening, well, I pray louder when the preacher's in the tomb. You ain't got it figured out, honey. You know what we need? We need some masters. Yeah, when nobody's looking. There wasn't a kiosk for her to sign her name at the door where everybody knew at least she tried. She just walked right up in in faith. Started making petition to the king. My people are going to die if this don't get turned around. Come on, church. Come on, church. Help me right now. Hallelujah. 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 
that are willing to go before the king on behalf of somebody else. You know what she did? By her willingness, she, she had it made. But by her willingness, she saved more people than any preacher I think ever did in that Bible. She saved more people by petitioning the king than any singer ever stirred up. Any speaker. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Where's our purpose? Where's our purpose? All of a sudden she begins to realize this, this is it. This is why God made me queen. This is why God put me in this place. Now I see the timing is perfect. If he would have made If Ashtai is still queen, the Jews are dead. I feel so much Jesus right now. Hey, you know what God's looking for? Somebody that's willing to let him use his purpose and his timing to connect the dots, to perform great miracles. I'm telling you, God had purpose for a little boy named David. He said, I want you to kill a giant. You, David, you don't even know what's happening right now, but I've got purpose for you. You're going to kill Goliath. Hey, man, you're going to be a giant slayer, but you don't even know it right now. Right now, I got an assignment for you. I want you to go to where your brothers are. Take them some corn. Take them some bread. Take the captain some cheese. I'm going to put you at the right place at the right time. And when you're there, I'm going to bring that giant out. And I'm going to fill you with faith. And I'm going to fulfill my purpose in your life. Come on. Hallelujah. I feel so much Holy Ghost right now. I could preach till midnight. Amen. But let me just tell you this. There's a lot of people that are giant slayers that will never that will never slay a giant because in order to do it, you're going to have to carry something to your brother. Got quiet. I said in order to be at the right place at the right time, God may say do something for that one. Come on, church. Come on, church. The hatred in your spirit uh, will cause you to not ever meet the purpose. Come here, David. Come here, David. You're going to carry something. David. You're going to carry it. 
You're going to take your brother some corn. You're going to be a blessing to him. You're going to check on his welfare. I'll talk to anybody except them. I'll help anybody except them. I'll carry anybody out to eat except. Yeah, and you'll never be at the right place at the right time. But when it gets in your spirit, uh, this corn ain't mine. This bread ain't mine. This cheese ain't mine. I got, I'm on an assignment. Uh, I'm going to bless somebody. Uh, I'm going to help somebody. Uh, and when you give it to them uh, and you turn around. And you turn around and you're at the right place. Uh, and Goliath walks out and begins to run his mouth. Uh, and and you ain't got hatred in your spirit and you love everybody. Come on, Jocelyn. It's time to get up out of your... There wasn't anybody in that army that could have killed that giant. It took a it took a shepherd boy with his spirit right. I'm waiting on you now. I'm waiting on you now. God's waiting on somebody to get on an altar and repent of their hatred and their bitterness. God's going to turn somebody into a giant slayer. God, God, get the fear out of me. God, get the jealousy out of me. God, get the envy out of me for my brothers. Come on, elevation is coming for somebody. Come on, church, promotion coming from the Lord. I said promotion coming from the Lord. And the Lord's wandering to and fro. He's looking at the heart. He's looking at the spirit. Come on, church. Quit saying you don't know what they've done to me. Quit saying I'm hurt. Quit saying all that. You're going to mess up your future. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. 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 God. Turn on that spotlight from heaven, God. spotlight God show me don't let me miss my opportunity don't let me miss my purpose
Come on, you can't hate Haman because he hates you. Come on, I said you can't hate Haman because he hates you. We got to get bigger. Oh, purify me, Lord. Purify me. Purify me. I want to be of use for your purpose. Purify. Kora. Hira. Hira ma. Come on, prayer warriors, help me pray right now. Come on, God's raising up some esters right now. I feel it in my spirit. God's raising up some Davids in this church. You're going to take out the giants that have haunted your family for generations. (laughs) Come on. Come on, if there's something in your spirit, just... Just pray, God, help me. God, you got to help me. Come on, you're affecting the kingdom of God. You're affecting the kingdom.